You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. Well, it's good to be back. I mean, for myself, back in the podcasting. <laughs> okay. So I have the great pleasure right now of talking with Joel Evans, who I know we go way back, and Mark Solohov, who I have really never met before. But I will tell you that today, we're going to be talking, and you correct me, Joel and Mark, if I get out of line, because you guys you guys know uh, everything. But it's about veterans and their benefits. Is that right? Uh, yes, Joel. How you doing? Good, uh, good. Great morning here. I want to thank you and your staff over at the Sound of Life for inviting us here. And as you said, uh, we're, we're, we work with uh, veterans and their benefits, and we work for the New York State Division of Veterans Services, and here at the New York State Division of Veterans Services, we assist veterans and their family members with a multitude of benefits uh, that they're entitled to. So that's what we want to have a discussion today about. Okay. Well, I know last time you were here, which it's it's been a while, <laughs> and I laugh because time goes by quick, but, uh, you know, there were some people who actually, uh, amazingly enough, did not know about some of the changes for veterans' benefits. So it could, be, could be really much help you out. And it wasn't that they just didn't know about the changes in benefits. They had served uh, many years ago. I know one in particular, he was a Vietnam veteran, but did not realize that uh, he was eligible for any benefit. Oh. So, so it's also an, an awareness campaign that we try to do. Well, good deal. I mean, because we want our veterans to get the utmost in what is due them, right? Absolutely. Correct. All right. So tell us about the division of veterans services in what, what, just tell us a little bit about that. Sure thing, Joe. Hey, this is Mark. Oh, Mark. Okay. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. No worries. The, uh, the division of veterans services, we were actually, um, we were founded, um, as a state agency back after world war two. And the mission then, um, was just to advocate on behalf of New York's veterans and their family members, make sure that they received any benefits that they were entitled to by law from their service in the military. And basically that's exactly what we do today. You know, we've got veterans benefits advisors all over New York state. You know, we cover every County um, and our folks are out there just to, uh, to provide assistance with, with, with paperwork, identifying what folks are eligible for, helping file those claims and, uh, and just trying to make sure we get the word out, like you and Joel said. Assistance. So, Joe, one, yes. one thing, uh, uh, we we are not to be confused with the VA, okay. with the Federal uh, Department of Veteran Affairs, but we assist the veterans with uh, any, uh, any claims or any issues that they have with uh, those federal benefits to include education benefits. A lot of people just think uh, compensation claims, but we do death pensions, uh, uh, burial claims. Um, you know, so, and for family members too, for education, vocational rehab. Uh, and then we also concentrate on what a lot of benefits are not aware of, uh, veterans are not aware of, and that is the uh, benefits that the state of New York has for veterans themselves. Right, so right. It's not just the federal uh, aspect of it, of it. Okay, so I guess in the paperwork, man, I was going to say that would, that's huge help there. I, I, man, you know, I always need help with paperwork. <laughs> anyway, so I guess Division of Veterans Services, so you'll see DVS. 
a lot, right? Division of Veteran Services, a state. This is we're talking about New York State. Yes, and uh, as a matter of fact, every state has an organization like us. Okay. So, uh, and we work well with the other states as well. And and it just so happens that we're coming into we're talking with you here in in towards the end of January, but come. Uh, April 1st, we're getting a big name change also. So we're no longer going to be the Division of Veteran Services. We're moving up to be called now uh, in April the Department of Veteran Services. Okay. mm -hmm. You'll be in a department. Now, let me ask you this. Can you, as in the state, can you help veterans with federal programs too? That's a really good question, Joe. We get that a lot. Yes, absolutely. We, We can and we do help with federal benefits. Um, so, you know, the DVS, um, we're what you would call a veteran service organization, um, and that's very similar to other organizations such as the VFW or the American Legion. Um, so not the VA, but we are and our staff are, are accredited and trained by the VA to, uh, to help with federal benefits. So, you know, that means instead of just you know, filling out a form and mailing it to the VA, we can, we can look at the VA records for a veteran. We can track those applications through the VA uh, computer system. And we can even do things like represent our clients at appeals hearings uh, before a, a veteran's law judge and, and things like that. So, yeah, like you said, Joe, you know, the paperwork can be, can be tremendous. And one of the things we really want to do and in, in, um, in focus on is making sure that no New York State veteran or family member should feel like they're on on their own, dealing with uh, the bureaucracy. We're here to help. Hey, Joe. And it's not only, Go ahead. Uh, sorry, Joe, but it's not only um, if somebody has an issue with their uh, veteran's benefits, because if a veteran is having uh, any problem with any other uh, agency uh, and they just don't know what, what to do, where to go, uh, they could always reach out to us and we could guide them as to what steps they should take. Of course, we're not going to go ahead and, and file Social Security Administration claims for them, but we could give them uh, information of where to go so they, they'd be more comfortable uh, knowing that they got in the right information. Awesome. Let me, let me just take a break right now because uh, somebody may be listening and think, well, how do you, you, know, how do you get in touch? Well, we got a lot more to talk about, but what's a good way to get in touch with you guys? That's a good question. Yeah, the easiest way, Joe, is online at veterans.ny.gov. So NY is in New York, .gov is in gov, government. And on that website, there's a place where people can use an online booking tool to, uh, to simply set up an appointment. And that can be an online consult via Microsoft Teams or a phone call, whatever is easiest for the veteran. Okay. Uh, they can call us via telephone, and the number there is 888-838-76. 9-7. Okay. What's um, or if there's a local DVS office, just walk on in. Okay. That'd be a good idea. So what's the website again? That, that would be veterans with an S. So that would be veterans.ny.gov. Okay, good. Very good. Now, I know um, disability is a big part of what you do probably, right? A, a veterans, uh, you know, having, having to file with, for disability. Is that right? Definitely. One of the biggest things we work on. Okay. All right. Um, so if a veteran, and I know my, I had a cousin, Johnny, that was a uh, man for a lot of his life. He, uh, after he was exposed to Agent Orange, 
Um, you know, so it is, well, I guess the first question would be, is it difficult to prove? And that's because that's what they're probably running up against, to prove a disability, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it, not necessarily is it difficult. Um, you know, the regulations actually state that the VA is supposed to be pro-veteran. You know, so that means in VA claims, we actually only need to show that there's at least a 50-50 chance oh. that a given injury or disease is service-connected. And, and the regulation says that the benefit of the doubt is supposed to go to the veteran. Um, I mean, I guess, Joe, the biggest challenge we do face in those disability claims is is getting the right evidence and then trying to put that together in a way that makes it easy for the VA to make a good decision, a favorable decision. Mm. So, you know, ultimately there's three things to each claim that we need to show. Um, and we, we talk about it like a three-legged stool. You know, without any one of those things, the stool falls down, okay. uh, the claim falls down. Um, and those are, you know, the first being that the veteran does have a current chronic medical condition. Mm. Uh, the second would be that there's something actually happened during service to either cause or make that condition worse. Um, and then the third is a nexus, and that's a connection, basically a connection between what happened then and what the veteran's dealing with now. That nexus, often that's um, a medical opinion from a doctor, a written opinion, but sometimes we get it in other ways, like showing what's called chronicity, that you know, that, that disability has been going on ever since service, that the treatment has continued, and we can show that. Um, and another example of that nexus is, is what we call presumptive status. And that's where Congress actually codifies a connection between a medical condition and like a certain type of service or a location of service. And uh, like the biggest example of that would be Agent Orange, like you said. So if somebody mm. served in Vietnam, then the law presumes that they were exposed to that right. chemical hazard. Wow. Uh, here's something. Uh, now, there's been quite a bit of news on the radio and TV lately about veterans and toxic exposure. Are they talking about Agent Orange there? Yeah, to an extent they are. Yep. But I think, you know, the latest news you're, you're talking about is likely the, the PACT Act that just came out last fall, October 22. And that was honoring our promise to address comprehensive toxins. Um, so that does touch on Agent Orange. The biggest thing that that covers is, is veterans who were exposed to airborne hazards due to burn pits in the Middle East and Afghanistan. Um, and that actually sets up a new presumptive category for those veterans who, uh, who may be suffering from a whole number of respiratory conditions or cancers associated with those, those airborne toxins. I'm going to call a little timeout. <laughs> What's, what, what do you mean by burn pits? You, you lost me. Yeah, Good question. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a there was a common practice in, in those days in those locations where where we would burn garbage uh, in order to dispose of waste. We had these huge burn pits, um, you know, sometimes uh, big enough that they were pushed around with bulldozers, and we, right. you know, burning things like plastic, rubber, medical waste, chemicals, all kinds of things that you you probably wouldn't want to be burning or smelling the smoke from that. But, right. you know, nowadays it's known that the particulate matter that, that went up into the air from those fires uh, was, was highly toxic, and, and it spread out over a huge area. Wow. Okay, I can certainly understand that. Mm. So uh, <clears throat> I hope I get this correct here about the, the uh, PACT Act, P-A-C-T Act. Okay. Um, that has to do that. The PACT Act, I guess you were talking about that, does more than just compensate those exposed to the burn pits, right? 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. It expands that eligibility. It expands the eligibility for health care as well. Um, it also opens up a little bit with the Asian Orange um, list, which is really a, an important thing for folks who serve in that time frame. Now, specifically, what it does is add a couple of medical conditions to the presumptive list. Hypertension, high blood pressure being one. That's a you know a hugely common condition that a lot of Vietnam veterans probably are dealing with and may not know that that's tied to Agent Orange now. So that's something that they should get in and, and let us help them file a claim for. Um, monoclonal gammopathy, which is a mouthful, but that's basically if a veteran has some um, abnormal proteins in their blood, they want to claim that as well, because that is something that can lead to a number of different type of cancers, uh, one of which is multiple myeloma, really nasty stuff. But, uh, you know, hopefully nobody's dealing with that. But if they are, God forbid, we, we would want to make sure that, that sure. we're... Um, trying to protect them and their family members as far as the benefits that they're entitled to. Sure thing. And, and Joe, uh, some, some veterans may have uh, filed for some of these conditions prior to the PACT Act uh, being enacted and were denied. So if they were denied, uh, this would be a good opportunity for them to come back, uh, possibly see us, and see uh, what their eligibility could be. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Now, oh, you know, one more thing on yes, that, Joe. I'm yes, sorry. I just, no, no, it's, right. it's worth bringing up is that there's new locations where where folks could have been presumed to have been exposed to Asian Orange as well. So not just Vietnam and the waters around, uh, but they actually added uh, American Samoa, um, Guam, Guam, right, uh, uh, Cambodia, Laos, Cambodia, and even uh, the bases in Thailand. It used to be. If you'd served on the perimeter of the base in Thailand, you, you could have uh, been presumed. But now, any of the Thai bases or the U.S. bases, anywhere on the base, those folks would be presumed to have been exposed as well. Wow. That's a big change. Wow. And there's been a lot of news and discussion over the years about problems at the VA. Uh, what sort of obstacles does your team encounter when trying to help veterans? That's another good question. I think... Probably the biggest hurdle that we face, Joe, would be a reluctance on the part of some veterans when it comes to engaging in the VA services or benefits. I, you know, sometimes it's mistrust of the government, um, bad past experiences, or, or some folks even will, they'll tell us, you know, save it for somebody who needs it more. I, I don't need that. Ah, right. Um, but, um, you know, I think that um, it's important to make sure that folks know how their participation can impact others. You know, lots of times with veterans, we're dealing with folks who served, and, and that idea of helping people can be the hook to get them involved. You know, if, for example, if we, if we tell somebody or make sure they know that the more people who enroll in VA healthcare there are, then the better funding the, the VA is going to receive in the ah, future. Or, good. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, more, more pointedly, even if, if a veteran engages with one of our advisors now, it probably is going to be a lot easier for their surviving uh, family members to uh, to work with us later, you know. So, um, in other words, by taking care of ourselves, we're actually making sure that there's going to be a better situation for those who come later. Very, very and good we, point. And we here at the state, we have a good relationship with our VA medical centers, and we actually have offices of ours in some of our VA medical centers. The one here in Albany, uh, we have an, uh, 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 an office. We have an office over in in Castle Point as well, wow. and in Montrose, and in the Buffalo VA Medical Center, and in the Syracuse Medical Center, we have offices in those locations. And one thing, uh, I, I talk about the relationship we have with the administration at the VA, 
with New York State uh, Division of Veteran Services is great. And I wouldn't talk up the VA medical system if I wasn't uh, also a patient. So I, I use the VA healthcare system. So um, and 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 I would recommend that if any veteran is is struggling with their healthcare to visit the VA to see um, um, if if they could get their VA healthcare uh, as well. Good idea. Very good idea. Thanks. I appreciate that. If I was a veteran listening right now, what is the most important thing that you'd want me to remember? Well, I would I would rephrase that question a little bit, uh, okay. Joe. I would say if you were a veteran or a family member ah. of a veteran, because we also assist the family members too, uh, widows, widowers, uh, the children of veterans, you know, and 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 sometimes. Uh, the family member is the one that reaches out to us for assistance and not the veteran himself. About that. So, so if, if you were a veteran or a family member. All right. I'll answer that question. Joe. I think, I think the biggest thing that I want them to remember is that the world of veterans benefits is it's complicated and it's mm. always changing. You know, we just had this big new PACT Act last fall. It's changed a lot. So, I would encourage everyone to not try and handle anything or everything themselves. If you have any uncertainty at all of what you're eligible for or what a loved one might be eligible for, reach out to us. Right. You know, we're available online, like we said, veterans.ny.gov. Um, or we'd love it if a veteran or family member just walked into one of our offices. You know, we're here to help. We don't charge a dime, and we're honored to assist any way we can. And you're and really nice. Also- <laughs> Thank you, Joe. And I also want to make sure that we put in there, because we talked, uh, and I know we mentioned it in the beginning, but we talked federal benefits. But in, in the state, okay, a list, uh, just a minor list, we have the uh, uh, property tax exemption that we help veterans with. We got the Veterans Tuition Award. We got state parks passed. We got low-cost hunting and fishing licenses. Wow. Uh, we have civil service advantages. And we have annuities for blind veterans and Gold Star parents. So those are some of the things that we have. And uh, like Mark said, if you go to uh, veterans.ny.gov, you can see all the services that we have available uh, for veterans and their family members. Veterans.ny.gov. Right? Yes. I just want to make sure I got that right. Veterans.ny.gov. It's too, it's too late for me to sign up, though, I guess, probably. A little bit late. I think I missed. Almost. It's not that bad, Joel. <laughs> I love the way you laugh. That's really funny. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm glad you're working. I, I mean, and I'm working on this, Joel and Mark. I really am. God bless you. I, I really hope you you uh, feel encouraged. You know, there are probably days when you're like, forget this. I'm out. You know, I mean, everybody has those, I guess. But And you get discouraged. But I'm just... Uh, you know, I hope you're hope you're encouraged as you go along. Yeah, thanks, Joe. It's it is it's great work. It's rewarding work. You know, we when we help folks, it helps their families. It's you know sometimes changes people's lives. And uh, the only thing we want to do is just spread it around as much as we can. Do you uh, can you remember a story right off right off the bat? That was that make a good yeah. story. Yeah, sure. I, one that comes right to mind since we were talking about Asian oranges. Um, unfortunately, this this one veteran in in the town of Troy, New York. Uh, had passed away about 12 years prior to when I met his spouse. 
his surviving spouse, the widow. And she was just a kind lady. She actually came into the office because she wanted to donate some, uh, some crocheted items that she had made to, to the veterans. And we got talking. Turns out the veteran had passed away due to heart disease and uh, had not been eligible at that time for any, any benefits because the law hadn't been established yet. And we helped her file a claim for what's called dependency indemnity compensation. Um, because that heart disease is Agent Orange, presumptive condition. So she got that benefit. She got back pay to the tune of about $100,000. And uh, let me tell you what, she uh, she was able to crochet a whole lot more after that. Wow. Yeah, great. See? You got to check it out. I mean, you know, don't don't let your mind, you know, little doubts and things creep into your mind because that's the biggest thing is taking that first step. You know, open that door, go in there and talk to – Talk to Joel and Mark, you know, and, and, and check it out. You might as well, right? I mean, that's... And get- Joe, one one thing also we want to touch on um, is, you know, we still have a veteran homeless crisis. Oh. So, so we also uh, could... You could reach out to us if, if, you at, if you are at risk of being homeless or if you know a veteran that is homeless. Okay, and another thing that we are battling hand in hand with the VA and all other service organizations, you know, is uh, the veteran suicide. So um, those are uh, two situations that uh, that we we work hard on. Another thing that um, we want people to know is that, you know, our services also go in hand hand in hand with other state agencies okay so if an individual is maybe uh reach an obstacle with uh another state agency uh we could help advocate for them and see what the situation may be and they could reach out to us as well excellent right all right you guys are you guys are amazing pretty amazing right now i don't want you to get away and then go oh i meant to mention this so you got to think of it now <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would just reiterate that uh, nobody knows everything in this world, so um, you know, just be ready to seek out help. Right, right, beautiful. Thank you, thank you for what you're doing. I appreciate that. All right, and like Mark said, uh, we we are all over the state, so uh, if you cannot get to our offices. We also do remote work where we could go ahead and connect via phone uh, or a mobile device with with the veterans and help them that way as well. So uh, it doesn't have to be at the office. Sometimes we have to even meet you somewhere. But uh, the case is that we we are reachable and we are available at all times. Wow. You said it. Okay. Veterans.ny.gov. What's that 888 number again? Sure, that's 888-838-7697. Okay. Got to remember that. Not for me. <laughs> Somebody's going to call and want to know what it is. All right, so that's cool. Thank you. Thank you, Joel and Mark. I appreciate that very much. Now you guys can get a great lunch. Thank you, Joel. 
You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org. 